Now, South Africa's inclusion on the Financial Action Task Force's grey list raises serious questions around the levels of financial crime in the country. In our bi-weekly catch-up with crypto exchange Luna, we look at whether crypto is another safe haven for criminals. Johan Hetzel, head of financial crime at Luno, joins us with more insight. Thank you so much for your time, Johan. Has this kind of shaken up, um, I don't know, I guess, a sentiment in terms of financial crime on crypto uh, assets, the fact that South Africa has now been added onto the grey list by the Financial Action Task Force? Thank you for having me. Um, I think the, the fact of grey listing definitely uh, raised a spotlight on financial crime, uh, not only in South Africa, but globally, because um, we can see uh, year on year financial crime continues to grow. And I think it's important for us as a, as a country to uh, pay attention to this and to focus on the recent announcements, because I think there is much needed support. Um, one of the particular areas raised by uh, FATF is our um, prosecution rate. So I think as a country, this is an area of focus that we should definitely uh, look at. Yeah. And actually, how prevalent is financial crime in South Africa, particularly when it comes to crypto? Um, from a crypto perspective, if we look at the data, um, you can see that if we look at all crypto transactions and the proportion linked to illicit crime, it's currently sitting at below 1%, uh, to be exact 0.24% based on uh, the last year's data. So compared to the traditional financial industry, you can see that number is quite low uh, compared to the traditional finance industry, but we still see things, the key top things coming through from those numbers are things like scams, stolen funds, and something that we've seen over the past year is activity associated with sanctioned entities, especially with things happening in Russia, as we're all aware of. So that's something that's new from a trend perspective, but quite prevalent, but compared to the financial market, um, still lower than what we used to. And quite interesting, though, because you find that um, a lot of concern when it comes to financial crime is directed at crypto rather than uh, or compared to the traditional financial markets. And I'm wondering, is that maybe a case of crypto is still something that people don't understand? They're still trying to figure out and maybe they hold on to one headline and then they run away with it? It's actually a good question because... What we see, if you think about it, crypto is actually a terrible choice um, for fraudsters or money launderers to use. And why I say that, if you look at the underlying technology, it's uh, most of the coins being offered out there is transparent in the way that you can see every single transaction on the blockchain. So I think there, there, there's quite a negative view uh, associated with crypto, but a lot of that uh, comes down to lack of awareness and actually understanding how crypto works and how these platforms can be monitored. And actually, you were talking about the fact that one of the reasons um, why uh, FATF put us on the gray list is also that our prose prosecution rates aren't high. But actually, from the stories that I've seen of crypto, I mean, you talk about how it's, it, it's safer because of the algorithms. And I'm just wondering, is, is, is crypto unfairly treated in the fact that because you you'll always find the criminals that are actually behind some of these scams compared to actually the traditional um, financial and banking systems. 
Definitely. I think there's there's two aspects to that. The, the, the one comes back to my previous point around the lack of awareness. Yeah. Because if we look at a South African context, uh, a lot of people are scammed by thinking they're investing in, in a Bitcoin or, or similar with uh, the promise of high returns. Yeah. And when you look at those cases, it's usually not exchanges behind that, but it's individuals not actually investing those funds. So I think lack of awareness is, is quite a big thing. But also linked to that is regulation. Um, which we've seen increased over the past two, three years significantly. Um, so that uh, we've seen in South Africa two big announcements recently as well. And Luna welcomes that. Uh, the first one being in October last year, yeah. the FSCA announcing crypto as a financial product. And then the Financial Intelligence Center also are now covering crypto exchanges as well within the ambit of an accountable institution. So uh, we at Luna welcome that. We think these are the right strides in terms of working on the reputation of the crypto industry. Yeah. What are actually some of the most common types of criminal or financial crime in crypto? I mean, I've seen one of them uh, DMs on my Instagram uh, with people claiming that they're from a particular uh, crypto exchange and, and, and wanting money. So what are the, some of the most popular ones? If we look at a crypto um, illicit activity linked to crypto, there's essentially three aspects that make up more than 70% of the illicit activity associated to that. Um, scams being the first one, uh, we did quite a lot of coverage, uh, Luna did quite a lot of coverage around something like romance scams. We see crypto being used as a platform to move funds. So scams definitely being one of the, the, the top trending ones there. Um, then stolen funds in general, um, ranging from people advertising certain products or services and then the deposits coming through the crypto rails. That's also a, an example of um, the the most well-known activities. And then, as I mentioned pre uh, previously, uh, something that's new to the, the data that wasn't as pre prevalent is um, activity associated with sanctioned entities. Uh, on on the crypto platform, so that's that's a new one trending, um, quite high if you compare to the others. But then uh, there are the smaller ones as well, like darknet activity and and those things also associated to that. Uh, and then just lastly, Johan, I mean, what is uh, Luno uh, doing to combat to combat or to prevent uh, this financial crime on their exchange? So Luna is, is doing quite a lot and, and, and the usual customer won't be aware of the controls that we, we have in place. Um, at Luna, our, our anti-financial crime team is about 50 very talented individuals that works relentlessly day and night to, to ensure that our customers are safe and that we identify suspicious or uh, unusual behavior. So some of the controls include monitoring of transactions, uh, and that goes hand in hand in working with authorities and the industry and partners like banks uh, to identify trends and typologies to make sure that we identify those unusual patterns and investigate those. Um, then we also do things like screening, where we screen uh, customers and counterparties against known databases of sanctioned individuals, um, known fraudsters or perpetrators. And, and those are some of the controls that we use, but it's actually quite a broad environment and hundreds of controls in place that we use to, to monitor that. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for your insights today, Johanna. That was Head of Financial Crime at Luno, Johan Hetzel.